Hi, everyone. This is Erica Spicer Mason with Becker's Healthcare. Thanks so much for tuning into the Becker's Healthcare podcast series today. Today, we're joined by two leaders from City of Hope. We have with us Harlan Levine, the President of Health Innovation and Policy, and Deborah Fields, the Executive Vice President and Chief Transformation Officer. I'm thrilled to have them with us today, and we are going to discuss some exciting recent changes and growth at City of Hope, as well as how they're innovating to expand access to cancer care. Well, great to have you both. And so just to give our listeners some context, if there's anyone out there who's unfamiliar with City of Hope, how would you describe the organization and why is it unique? Harlan, maybe you can get us started there. I think our uniqueness starts with our history. City of Hope was founded back in 1913, and since then has grown into one of the largest cancer research and treatment organizations in the US. But we started out humbly, two tents in a desert, providing empathetic care to an underserved population dying from tuberculosis. 70 years ago, we shifted our focus to cancer and with an independent National Cancer Institute designated comprehensive cancer center at our core, City of Hope has become a market leader in oncology by building and delivering a uniquely integrated model to patients spanning cancer care, research and development, academics and training, and innovation initiatives. Our coast-to-coast clinical network is intentionally structured so we can export innovation and expertise easily across the country so patients can more easily and conveniently have access to optimal care. Deborah, what would you add? Well, I think I'd I'd start by adding, um, we're the first and only national health system devoted to eliminating cancer and one of the leading research centers for diabetes and other life-threatening illnesses. And as we know, cancer as a disease is unique. It requires academic subspecialized expertise. And one of the things City of Hope brings that is unique in the healthcare space is an integrated team of specialists together under one roof to deliver optimal cancer care locally and under one umbrella throughout our clinical network our experts can work together with the nation's top specialists to provide leading edge treatments and the best care across all locations without regard to geographic boundaries. And to build on what Harlan shared about our roots, City of Hope's patient-centric culture, which is embodied by everyone here who serves patients and their families, has been and continues to be a foundation of our mission and purpose-driven organization since our inception over 100 years ago. We offer a whole person approach to treatment with an emphasis on supportive care, recognizing the unique needs of every patient and family on a cancer journey, providing psychosocial support and culturally responsive care. And this is something that we believe all cancer patients should deserve and should expect. And Samuel Galter, one of our early leaders coined the phrase, There is no profit in curing the body if in the process we destroy the soul. And those words have really remained City of Hope's credo. They're displayed on something we call the Galter Gate in our Rose Garden. And it stands as a reminder that City of Hope doesn't treat diseases, we treat people. And in the way everything we do, we continually reaffirm our humanitarian vision that health is a human right. 
I really appreciate how you both kind of outlined that history. It's clear how mission-driven City of Hope is and you know, all of the, the services spanning from research to treatment, um, really impressive. And I want to go back to something that Harlan mentioned kind of at the beginning, you know, starting from the inception of City of Hope. Um, any organization that's been around that long, of course, it's inevitable that it will undergo a number of changes. And Harlan, I understand that in the last five years, there's been um, an exceptional level of change that's happened. So I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about the beginnings of, and the reasoning behind the change. Well, Erica, you're right. We've had a lot of change. And it starts with what Deborah was just discussing. We, we have a adamant belief that every person, no matter their race, sexual orientation, or zip code, is entitled to care that optimizes survival and quality of life. That's what our transformation into a national system and our acquisition of Cancer Treatment Centers of America is about. Cancer patients' outcomes vary dramatically, including remarkably by their distance from an NCI designated cancer center. And we know that today, 80% of people in this country who have a cancer diagnosis don't have access to an NCI center, whether it be because of geography or for other reasons. If we're to achieve the goals of the cancer moonshot and cut the death rate by 50% over the next 25 years, we must expand access and ease and improve the experience of people facing a cancer diagnosis. This will require breaking down barriers, including physical access. That's why, leading up to our acquisition of CTCA, City of Hope grew from a single campus in Los Angeles to more than 30 sites that provide high-quality care in the local communities. It's really helpful to know, Harlan, thank you. And you know, the, the conversation about access and health disparities is so prevalent in healthcare right now, but especially when it comes to cancer care, it seems like it's a topic that deserves particular focus. So um, thanks for sharing how City of Hope is kind of viewing those issues. And so you mentioned the acquisition of Cancer Treatment Centers of America, or CTCA, and Deborah, I know you've been with City of Hope for a number of years, so I'm wondering if you can shed some light for us on how this acquisition of CTCA really fits within City of Hope's mission and vision that it's had for so many years, and how does this alignment benefit patients? Absolutely. You know, our reason for and focus since acquiring CTCA has been to combine its clinical network and its historic commitment to patient experience with City of Hope's research, scientific and clinical care strengths. Both organizations share a deep and longstanding commitment to the patient. And by adding these locations to City of Hope, we've created a one-of-a-kind national integrated cancer-focused health system. By growing our geographic footprint, we can serve more patients closer to home, which is very important for cancer patients. And importantly, we can extend our impact through expanded and increasingly diverse and inclusive clinical research. Last year, we treated over 130,000 patients. And this year with the acquisition of CTCA, I think we're on track to serve over 200,000. Um, 
We now have hospitals in four states with a fifth hospital being built uh, here in Irvine, California. And our research has grown and remains the bedrock of our efforts. With the benefit of more than 15 years of research in genomics and precision medicine, we are able to identify appropriate use and interpretation of genomic sequencing. And when performed, this sequencing provides our oncologists with personalized data to inform a patient-specific treatment plan, ensuring the right diagnosis and the right treatment in the first instance, which gives patients the best chance of a cure and minimizes interventions that negatively impact quality of life. And that those things really summarize for me how our expansion and the acquisition of CTCA has a direct benefits for patients nationally. And Harlan, I'm, I'm sure you have something to add to that as well. Well, I do. In addition to the standard oncology services offered at City of Hope Atlanta, City of Hope Chicago, and City of Hope Phoenix, patients with complex cases, when needed, will have access to the nation's top specialists leading edge treatments and clinical trials for all stages, including some of the very best first in human trials, not only from our research labs, but from those of leading pharmaceutical companies. City of Hope has an outstanding reputation in clinical research and it's been recognized for the discoveries and innovative therapies developed at its comprehensive cancer center in Los Angeles. In fact, the National Cancer Institute, the NCI, gave City of Hope's main campus the highest ranking possible, a rating of exceptional in its most recent assessment of our comprehensive cancer center. So we're bringing the benefits of academic medicine to the community and driving real clinical value for the patient and their family with convenience, service, and amenities of a community practice. We're committed to creating a value-based ecosystem that addresses the best outcomes affordably. In addition to the innovative treatments that have been developed from City of Hope's research, like human synthetic insulin, monoclonal antibodies, and bringing CAR T-cells and bi-specific T-cell engagers to the market, we've also published studies that add to the conversation about when more care doesn't help. For example, one study that was just reported this month at the ASCO meeting, which is the oncologist's largest annual meeting, we showed that in patients with progressing kidney cancer, sequential immunotherapy adds toxicity as opposed to improving outcomes. Wow. I appreciate how you both shared you know, such different but many opportunities that have come up through that acquisition of CTCA. It sounds like it's really expanding the possibilities in research, access, um, and you know, of course, with more clinicians, you have more knowledge and, and more is brought to the table for patients. So thank you again for the description there. And Harlan, I'm wondering with innovation being such a, a key part of your role, Beyond expanding to new locations, how else is City of Hope really transforming cancer care and expanding access? Well, excited to talk about that. City of Hope recognizes that we're part of a larger ecosystem that includes multiple stakeholders, including the payers and the employers. Rather than settling for the status quo relationship between academic medical centers and payers, City of Hope's 
has been really active in partnering with payers in California, helping to define value-based care for oncology. For radiation therapy, these included first-in-market bundled pricing and also population-based capitation agreements. We participate in health plan oncology medical homes, and we have entered into inpatient surgical case rates for multiple procedures, which is really not common for academic medical centers. But Erica, we didn't stop there. We know that true value in cancer care starts with the correct diagnosis and treatment. To ensure that more patients, even those that aren't able to access a center like City of Hope, will have the benefit of both of these, we created a new company called Access Hope. Access Hope works directly with employers to provide empl employer paid benefit that connects cancer patients and their community oncologists to a national network of oncology experts from leading NCI designated comprehensive cancer centers. Our partners now include Dana-Farber, the Fred Hutchinson Comprehensive Cancer Center, Northwestern Medicine, and Emory Healthcare. Access Hope leverages data analytics to identify complex and challenging cases, and also telehealth technology to directly address and close these knowledge gaps that exist today in cancer care. Access Hope now serves 5.2 million plan members through more than 170 employers, including 35 of the Fortune 500 companies. In closing these gaps, we're also directly addressing disparities in healthcare, where we're helping to allow people, irrespective of their geography and zip code, to have access to leading edge information. Yeah, it really sounds like so many doors are being opened for patients all over the country. And, you know, when we talk about healthcare access, that's what it's really all about. And especially with cancer treatment, uh, the most reassuring thing is knowing you will have access and you will um, have that service available to you. So I can build on, on what Harlan shared a bit as well by talking a little bit about how City of Hope is engaged on health issues in the community and how we're actively looking to bring our approach to community engagement to our new geographies. Um, our work in the community is informed by our Cancer Center Community Outreach and Engagement Program and Community Advisory Board. And this board is a coalition of multi-ethnic, multi-sectoral stakeholders engaging in community scientist clinician collaboration to reduce cancer burden and inequities among ethnic minorities and more vulnerable cal communities in California. Um, we lead train the trainer workshops focused on specific cancers and screenings for them. Um, we lead HPV and HBV vaccination clinics and smoking cessation programs reaching over 550 advocates, clinicians, and navigators. Um, and we have a Yes to Success NCI funded R25 research education and training program that provides students from underserved populations with mentored research experiences in cancer research laboratories and supports further development of an optimal of optimal health um, disparities research and training environment at City of Hope. So I just I think this is important. This is all part of the way we're advancing the representation of diverse populations in all of our work, 
We're doing that as well in oncology clinical trials to generate better, more accurate data that represents the diversity of the entire country. Because as we all know, clinical trials in the US are not diverse enough. Uh, while black patients represent 15% of all cancer patients nationally, they make up only four to 6% of clinical trial participants. And similarly, Hispanic patients represent 13% of all patients with cancer, but make up only three to six of clinical trial participants. So our geographic expansion is also aimed at enabling us to advance the representation of diverse population in oncology clinical trials and to do our part to close the disparities in cancer care for historically underserved populations. We're really expanding our efforts around targeted community outreach and facilita facilitated research training with community research ambassadors and community navigators uh, with a diverse clinical trials slate and larger pool of patients for greater longitudinal data, City of Hope will be best equipped to innovate and deliver our unique bench to bedside approach to patient care for all communities that we serve. Um, and that's that's something that I think is, is an additional value of our expanded national footprint that will allow us to um, use our real world experience treating cancer patients to inform research hypotheses, to develop new research advances, and then to take improved treatments and therapies into the clinic to create a rapid cycle that benefits patients. Yeah, thank you so much for adding that on, Deborah. And as you're talking about kind of expanding the footprint of City of Hope, I'm thinking about not just how City of Hope is interacting and building within the, the communities that it's newly expanded to, but I'm also thinking about how City of Hope has this really strong culture and it has for decades. And so how, how are you keeping that unified culture across these new networks and across the workforce? I'm just curious how you live up to the mission in these new communities. Yeah, that's, that is a really important part of where we are and of course where Harlan started today. Um, and we we are committed, um, and it's critical that we maintain the our culture that has its roots in our founding 110 years ago. Serving those in need is our organizational DNA, along with optimism, hope, and placing a really high value on personal dignity. And we now have the benefit of harnessing the power of over 11,000 employees under one shared mission with City of Hope Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix, each functioning as nonprofit organizations. And as we integrate, we are being intentional about doing important work to define and align shared system values that will be chosen with an eye towards maintaining our legacy of a patient-centric culture and catalyzing our vision to continue driving innovation and expanding access to leading edge care cost effectively and close to home. Our employees, our physicians, scientific faculty all share a strong commitment to and pride in our mission and purpose. And the unification of our culture is being driven by broad engagement. We have, we have invited all of our people at this unique time in our history to contribute to shaping the, our values and destination culture. And our people are really proud to be one city of hope. Um, and with a focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion, we have a mission to infuse DEI into our DNA. 
um, and where we listen to our employees, build awareness of how integral DEI is to our mission and invest in our culture. Uh, we're doing listening sessions both in California and at all of our new locations in Chicago, Atlanta, and City of Hope, Phoenix. We're investing in DEI training and leadership development. Um, and our employee engagement surveys are, we're seeing DEI and engagement surveys improve year after year. So we really, to your question, are, are investing in building and continuing to build on our legacy culture um, and ensure that we live up to our mission in all of our communities with a culture that is innovative, inclusive, and caring, and that invites the best people and ideas to extend not only our science and clinical care, but the specialized personal, personalized experience to each and every patient and family we serve. City of Hope has always been a relationship-based place where individuals make themselves smaller for the greater good. And at the end of the day, we've shown that you can combine scientific and medical excellence with compassion and a non-negotiable focus of providing patients with dignity and respect. And so we've expanded the access, but maintained being true to our cultural roots. Yeah, that really comes through, Deborah. And as you put it, DEI is in your DNA. That that really comes through. Um, and it's very catchy, by the way, <laughs> um, but really comes through with everything you've described. Um, so, you know, with that, what is City of Hope's focus for the next five years? And, and how are you defining success? Maybe you can speak to that a little bit more, Deborah. Sure, I'll, I'll start with that and then... Um let Harlan comment on that as well. But I think a num in a number, number of things around our focus for the next five years. First of all, there's always a focus on our people. Our people are the key to our success. And so one of my key areas of focus is that we be the best place to work in healthcare, because this is how we will be successful in our mission by continuing to attract and retain top talent and creating the environment and culture that unleashes that talent fully and maximizes every person's potential. And if we succeed at that, I really believe the possibilities are limitless and we will deliver on our promise of delivering more hope to more people. Also, we will focus on those we serve, maintaining our, our patient-centric approach, which ensures we design care around the unique needs of patients and the communities we serve, and creating a consistently top-tier City of Hope experience in all of our locations. That includes advancing impactful scientific discoveries and shortening the time it takes to get them to patients, because as we all know, wait is a four-letter word for cancer patients. We will also continue to focus on directly engaging and providing impact in the community uh, as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago. City of Hope has built strong partnerships with advocacy and community organizations to develop and deliver outreach initiatives, tailored education, and culturally informed programming that addresses disease burden, risk factors, social determinants of health, and community health needs. So those are some of the big things that, you know, as I look ahead, I think we'll be focused on in the next five years. Um, Harlan, I'm sure you have a few to add to that. Thanks, Deborah. I mean, to me, success means we become the local partner of choice for optimal cancer care. 
we, we compete against cancer, not our colleagues. And we wanna work with community oncologists and best support the local areas and the regions in which we operate. City of Hope's reputation is already attracting a growing number of highly esteemed physicians to its Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix locations, adding to, more, to our more than 650 physicians and a thousand plus researchers and scientists across the national system. So we have a unique vision for what patient access and payer networks will look like in the future. As Deborah was saying just a few minutes ago, we believe that a lot of cancer care should be delivered close to home. It's good for patients and it's good for their families. But we also believe that when specialized care, complex procedures or clinical trials are needed, there should be a frictionless access to a leading cancer center. Across our network, we're now able to offer the best of both worlds, offering the convenience of a community practice supported by leading academic capabilities. So we see success as being a key participant in building a new ecosystem for oncology that leverages the best of what each of us can offer and is centered on the patient and the value to all stakeholders. That's great. And, you know, it sounds like the next five years will be quite action packed and there's a lot to do for City of Hope. But based on what's been accomplished recently and over the decades, I, I have no doubts that um, that we'll have more exciting updates to share the next time we speak. So thank you so much again, Carlin and Deborah, for the time and insights today. Thank you, Erica. Erica, nice talking with you. Likewise. And I'd also like to thank City of Hope today for sponsoring our podcast. And to our audience, we appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com.